Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Dirty computer walking by if you look close. And that's Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. It's the title track of her critically acclaimed 2018 album. The collection of songs inspired her to create a 48-minute narrative film, or what she likes to call an emotion picture. Now it's the basis of her debut book, The Memory Librarian, and other stories of Dirty Computer. Tomorrow, she'll be in Chicago for an event hosted by the American Writers Museum at the Harris Theater for Music and Dance. And we are so excited to welcome the multi-talented Janelle Monet to the show today. Hey, Janelle. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So first of all, i got to say congratulations on the new book. Thank you. How are you feeling? Exciting time. Excited. You know, we're doing a lot of press around it, which I'm happy people want to know about it. Uh, this is my first time in the literary space, you know, I've been in music, I've been movies, TV, other areas, but uh, it's a beautiful thing to have, you know, the same amount of people invested in into what we're doing in the literary space. So yeah. I'm super grateful. Well, your, your book, it, it builds on the Afrofuturistic world of your album and film. So I wonder how you would define Afrofuturism. Black people telling Black stories, thriving, you know, really basically creating the world that we want to see ourselves in and defining that on our own terms. Take us uh, into the world that you imagine in this book. So this book, uh, The Memory Librarian, is born from the soil of Dirty Computer, and Dirty Computer deals with the new dawn, and the new dawn is basically kidnapping people that they think are dirty computers, those from the LGBTQIA plus communities, black folks, anybody that refuses to assimilate and they're taking them and wiping their memories clean and making them have new identities and forcing them to assimilate. And so the memory librarian centers around these five stories that center black and brown, some queer protagonists who fight back against uh, the new dawn. Mm -hmm. And they are on this journey of self-love and discovery. We have a story that deals with what does it mean to reclaim your time? You know, you lost so much time Mm -hmm. with fighting against the system. What if there was a, a room in your apartment that you went into, and every time you go into this room, time stopped for you? How would And you could do anything that you wanted off the clock. What would you do? How would you utilize that time? Oh, my mind's racing. And then <laughs> yeah, right. It's like some people were like, I just want to rest. I want to sleep. No, I want to, you know, have sex. I want to make love. I just want to catch up on all the things that I missed. And uh, there's one short story in there that is centered around this black woman who is the memory librarian. She keeps track of everybody's past and all of their memories. But what happens when she wants to fall in love? And she knows everybody's secrets. Mm-hmm. As you talk about uh, Dirty Computer, Janelle, I remember when that album came out and, and it was kind of hailed as this moment where you were finally able to be yourself. How would you say life has been since, like since living in your truth? It's been incredible. I think 
you know, a lot of people looked at it as, as this declarative moment. It was a moment of celebration. You know, when you spent so much time being told, oh, if you are this way, if you identify this way, then you should be repenting. You know, I grew up in a very religious background mm-hmm. and it's always like something is wrong with you if you are that way. And I'm just so happy that I don't believe that. I'm so happy that people who follow my story that can relate to me don't believe that. And we're here and we're thriving and we are choosing to, you know, giving ourselves permission to find joy and to love ourselves and not listen to certain people or certain groups or millions of people who may just think that who we are, our very existence uh, needs to be erased. So I've been having a wonderful time. I've been choosing joy. I'm in the most carefree space that I've ever been in. And honestly, if they were not really like as humans existing in a way that we're making like the best memories, I I really don't want to talk about it. (laughs) That's the space I'm in. There's a, a central question that you ask in the book, and that's who holds your memories? What is your answer to that, Janelle? You can hold your memories. Uh, Other people around you can hold your memories. I'm encouraging everybody to be their own memory library, to create their own memories, to write them down. I feel like memories are, they, they determine the quality of life that we have. We are our memories. You worked on the book with an outstanding group of collaborators, uh, and they include Chicago sociologist and writer Eve Ewing. What was it like to work with them? Oh, man, it was a dream come true to work with uh, five incredible writers. Eve L. Ewing, we worked on Timebox together that I mentioned earlier, and, you know, she's just a joy. She, along with... Cherie, Renee Thomas, Danny Lohr, Aliyah mm-hmm. uh, Don Johnson, and Johanka Delgado uh, have just helped me sharpen my sword as a, as a writer. And we just, yeah, we sharpened each other's swords as a writer. And we got an opportunity. I wish we were in the middle of a pandemic when we started on it. So I couldn't really be in person with them okay. in the way that I wanted. Because this was the time when we were still spraying Lysol on you know, cardboard boxes. Oh, yes. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't know where we were. The beginnings. You no. Know? Yeah, mm-hmm. the and uncertain so we beginnings. Face to face, but we had a wonderful editor, Kyle Dargan, who you know kept us speaking and kept us on track to get the book done. You dedicate the memory librarian to your nieces and nephew. What kind of future do you hope for them? One where they don't have to even think about if if, if they identify as queer or non-binary, they don't have to think that. They won't get, you know, the support from their friends or their families or they will be judged or they can't talk about it in school. Like we're we're living in a world right now where you have a Greg Abbott in Texas who is banning discussions in books and and, and conversations with kids around the LGBTQI plus communities. People are trying to push out critical race theory and not even talk about race. So I hope that I can live in a world where we are talking about these things, that people's identities are not being erased at a young age, and that they feel empowered to walk in this country with their heads held high and not being apologetic for who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, you thought of that concept of Dirty Computer even before you came out with your first album, The Arch Android, back in 2010. How long have you known that you would eventually turn these stories into the form of a book? I don't know. I mean, I think the pandemic helped me slow down a little bit. I had a good amount of time to be at home and 
find the time to come up with those thought experiments of what I wanted the stories to be. So I, I wish I could say I knew, I knew, I knew. I always wanted to, but it's another thing. Doing it and dreaming of it are two different things. That's for sure. With everything that you do, it's creative. It's it's fresh. You make everything look super cool. I have to say that. Oh, man. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, if you were to put together an inspiration board for your life and for your career, who or what would be on it? Oh, my God. That's a really great question and also a very hard question to answer. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Anyone in the industry inspire you these days? or I mean, because you are, you're covering a lot, right? You talked about this music, yeah. acting, mm-hmm. now the literary space. Yeah, I mean, I think people say, oh, you do a lot, you do a lot. I mean, I just do what my heart feels, and I make space for the things that my heart feels called to do, you know? Sometimes I'm not ready to make an album. Sometimes I'm ready to write a book. Sometimes I'm not ready to write a book. I'm ready to make a film. You know, I'm going to be stepping into directing as well, so I'm excited about that chapter of my life. But I'm a moving breathing kind of artist where I go where my spirit is called and I don't place limits on myself. I live outside of the binary when it comes to what I can do. Like you can never, I never allowed anybody to say, oh, just because this is your skin color, you should be doing this type of music. Now, I know, I know that telling stories, I think is my thing. So I'm always trying to tell stories in fashion and music and and whatever medium I'm going to come with what I'm on right now. But I would say, like, right now, in terms of inspiring me, I'm I'm super into, like, people who are carefree, who are just, like, in the moment, like, yeah. vibing. And I, I've been I've been doing parties with my friends from uh, this group called Everyday People, and those are the people that are inspiring me right now. I'm working on music that's really inspired around the parties that we've been creating and the conversations I've had at those parties. And oh, yeah, yeah I know about those parties in New York. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Exactly. New York, L.A., like, they're yeah. traveling right now, but those are the types of people that I make my art for. I haven't been able to make it out to one yet, but the, the pictures on Instagram sure look fun. <laughs> they are. They Yeah, they, they do. Are. I'm, I can say I'm living life right now. Like, I'm present. I'm always in the future. And now I feel like I'm my most present. You know, you've been making bold statements ever since we really heard of you on the scene. Were you always that way, though, Janelle? Or did it take some time to get that confidence? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got to keep going back to the whiteboard every single time, like especially when you're creating art, because you're putting it out into the world and people are bringing their own opinions based on their own, you know, experiences to your work. Lots of projections, lots of people that need to heal that you're communicating with. And so I had to learn, you know, really through through this pandemic, how to understand when, you know, when it was my stuff that I needed to deal with versus when it was somebody else's stuff Mm -hmm. they needed to deal with and to be patient about that. And to have that inner confidence, no matter what, if I, if it came from my gut, if I believe in it, if I uh, have an idea and, you know, it was on my heart to do, you can say what it is, but it's not going to even get to me. I'm at that point in my life where nothing gets to me in that way anymore. And I just have a built-in confidence, but it didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't start like that. I mean, I had to do a lot of healing 
you know, rejection, abandonment, healing. I had to go back to my childhood, really, you know, deal with certain things that I just hadn't let go. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm walking much lighter now. You know, I'm floating in a different way. Oh, I love that. Well, you know, I know you're busy with the, the making and then now the release of this book. You're on this book tour now. I'm wishing you the best of luck on that. But before I let you go, Janelle, I do have to ask, what does Janelle want to do next? <laughs> what does Janelle want to do next? Yeah. You know, I think this next phase of my life, you'll see me having a lot more fun being present and accessing the side of me that I don't feel like a lot of people know, like close friends and family members members and people like the everyday people parties, they know this side of me. So I'm excited to, to just like this new energy that I'm channeling. I'm excited to pour that into all of, all of the things that I'm doing. That is singer, songwriter, actor, and now author Janelle Monet. Her debut book, The Memory Librarian and Other Stories of Dirty Computer is out this month. She'll be at Chicago's Harris Theater tomorrow for an event hosted by the American Writers Museum. Janelle, thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you. That's it for today's Reset. For more conversations about Chicago politics, news, and entertainment, subscribe to this podcast. And please give us a rating. It helps other listeners find us. Thanks for listening. You can catch us back here tomorrow with our weekly news recap. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.